It is 20 to 7 on Taking Care of Business on Rise FM. You are with Zingisa Chirwa and Wandile Mazibugo. Now, as a young girl growing up in Pumalanga, Philippine Mtigitigi never imagined that she would be spearheading the Coca-Cola Company's South African business. Now, while running one of the biggest operations on the continent, Philippine is also passionate about developing young people. And she joins us on the show this evening. Welcome, Philippine. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, uh, to First of all, Zinis and Wandile, I'd just like to greet you and, and your listeners. Such a great pleasure to be here this evening. Now, Philippine, I'm going to get straight into the business because I'm so proud of this. I mean, we hear that you're obviously a child of the province. Um, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself, um, you know, your upbringing, where you're from exactly in the province, and how did you get to, to where you got to now? Sure, thank you. Um, so my name is Philippine Dikitiki. Um uh, Dikitiki is a closer surname, so it's my husband's surname. My 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 uh maiden name is actually Ngosi, so oh. you know, it's a very familiar surname. Magengosi. So I'm the vice president of Coca-Cola South Africa Operations. As you said, I was born in Pumalanga, in Godini. Oh. Yes. I grew up uh, buying Coca-Cola, Ga Pro, Naga Antirose, La Pesca, Naga Antirose. Yeah. It's so sorry. So in terms of my, just to share my journey, I the schools I attended, Sanzile, Mtonjeni, Makatlela, Ekutalani, and then I matriculated at Volinzela High School. Mm. Um, then I went and did my junior degree and honors degree at Devonworthville, a case at 10. I did my master's at Henley Business School. Uh, they have a side school here in South Africa. It's a UK, United Kingdom based uh, uh, institution. I have been working for the Coca-Cola system for the past 22 years, and I work for the operation, and now I work for the, for the Coca-Cola company itself. Uh, my experience, I started working in sales. I did marketing, uh, operations, logistics, general management, and I did commercial planning and strategy. I have worked across the continent, uh, over 16 countries. Wow. Uh, I lived in the last two years, I lived in Kenya, Nairobi with my family, and we relocated back to South Africa beginning uh, this year. So I was looking after East and Central Africa markets. Uh, and then I coming back beginning of this year in this role as a vice president uh, for Coca-Cola. So some of the roles I had... Um, as a board, I was a board president for American Chamber of Commerce in Kenya. Mm-hmm. And here in South Africa, I'm executive board member for American Chamber in South Africa. I'm a board member for Coca-Cola Fortune. And I'm a director for quite a number of legal entities. Um, mm. I'm also a, a, global, a, a global Women's Leadership Council for mm. the Coca-Cola Company, which is focused on advancing career opportunities for women at Coca-Cola. Mm. I think more importantly, of all my roles, I'm a mother to Busisiwe Sona Nogushe, a wife to Zolani, I'm a daughter, I'm a sister, I'm a cousin, I'm an aunt, I'm a friend. Mm. 
to so many people that support me. And to all of them, I give thanks to, to God, to my mom, who's been an anchor mm-hmm. and really orchestrated to where I am today. Mm-hmm. So I just want to say thank you to everyone who contributed to where I am, gave me the gift of curiosity, hard work, and discipline. Mm-hmm. Now, now, Philippine, I mean, just mentioning the like what you have now, uh, very colorful and aspirational. You've ascended to great heights, uh, sitting now as the VP. What would you attribute your success to, especially because it's a woman who is in a high position in a corporate world, but also has a family? Yes, no, that's that's a very good question because it. It requires a lot of balance. I think the first thing I would say to where I am, really, I I give uh, a lot of credit to the humble beginnings in in Pumalanga, Mm. surrounded by family and uh, that a family, immediate and extended family, that really supports you and gives you the the environment to thrive. I love books growing up. So I had my uncle, I remember I was still in grade six, and my uncle gave, gave me my first book. Over and above the books we were reading in school, so I started to read a lot. Mm. So I think the environment was really supportive to reading, writing, basic maths, you know, that promotes a lot of uh, cognitive space. And also just uh, being able to develop the social skills, I think that set me up for, for success. Um, my mother was really a, played a significant role to make sure that we're very disciplined and work mm-hmm. hard in everything that we choose to do. And uh, so th- that, I think, the, the, the environment of upbringing is crucial. Mm-hmm. And then I think beyond that, I, I, I really want to say that, and I would encourage anyone who's listening to the story, if you really want to succeed, either you're running your own business or you're working for someone or you decide to be in corporate, mm-hmm. you have to find mentorship, coaching, and sponsorship. Mm-hmm. I don't think that I would be where I am today if I, I never had mentors and I yeah. never had people who were coaching and sponsoring me along the way. That played a tremendous role to where I am today. Yeah. Now, you know, Philippine, and you mentioned something extremely important, you know, mentorship and sponsorship as well. And I think it's a great lesson um, for young people. I mean, I know that you are quite passionate about developing young professionals and imparting knowledge and lessons that you've learned in your career. Um, but I also just want to find out what would you say is one of the biggest uh, hindrances to um, to a person's career. So what kind of mistakes typically young people would make in their ascendancy, especially in corporate South Africa? Yeah, look, I think one of the things that I find that it, it's a motto today, which I think sometimes could be it's a mistake. Mm. When someone says, don't work hard, work smart. Mm. Personally, I have not found that you can do be successful and good at anything without working hard. Yeah. Mm. The more you work hard, the more you find smart ways of, of doing it. Mm-hmm. There, there is a motto that says, if you spend 10,000 hours doing something, you will be very good at it. I said earlier that I've been uh, in the system for 22 years. So mm-hmm. I've been leading people and teams for 20 years. Even today, I still read about leadership mm-hmm. because it's a skill I need to develop. So I think it's uh, for young people, I would say, whatever career you start in, 
spend the 10,000 hours doing it, you will be at the top, top of your industry. It doesn't matter where you are. Mm. Uh, so if you are doing business, um, read about the business that you want to be successful in. Learn from other people by reading. And also just continuous learning and being curious in that space. You will do well. There is no doubt about that, you know. The pilot who flies 10,000 hours is better than the pilot who flew 1,000 hours. Mm. So there is no shortcut for hard working. That would be my advice. And I think the second one I will talk about is ask for help. You know, sometimes people don't ask for help because they think the person is going to say no. And it's fine if people say no. The door can be closed, but there will be one that opens. So, So do not give up just because the doors are closing on your face. Um, and all of us, where we are, we had doors closing in our faces, but it's just a matter of really keeping it. And there will be a door that that opens. Even uh, for those of us who go to church, it says faith without works is not faith because you, you really don't believe. So you have to put the hard work, ask for help, so that you can continue to progress. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who've just tuned in, it is Taking Care of Business on Rise FM with Coca-Cola Vice President for the South African franchise, Philippine Mdigi, as she shares some words of wisdom for young professionals making their way in the corporate world. Now, Mama, Benfuna mine butang and Kalak butang is swati, and moving video to Kulelengotin. We are told sometimes, Mama, and a lot of young people, I think, bastardly Shangalan for the Utole would see a bite hands in the constructive criticism. Um, especially Mabati Bona would see a baba 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 potential was Bakupu. Yin in Dumplamber, this guy is from Slamber Bandabasha. Um, would say Baba encouraged. What's your take on the fact that they find it very difficult to be able to take constructive criticism? Yeah, mm. So every day corner something wrong an idea that I have mm. that may not be correct about another person or another issue so just uh, create the mindset of continuous learning yeah be curious every time must tell us something what Mm. And they will show different people. So, what's the Fenega White who's on a challenge in Bilunia Kroguti? Our phone go vatins are letting us in So, you need to be able, more challenge over the temperature going up. You need to find a way to say, These are the triggers that are happening. Calm yourself down so that you connect Lalel. And you're improve on anything without listening to band who can give you advice. I mean, I was going to say that 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 I was going to say So long as it's a pillar, we need to be humble to the fact that we can learn from others. Hmm. 
And Fremfine, you, you emphasize the importance of having a, a mentor uh, who can serve, obviously, as a support structure as you ascend in the corporate world. In your view, maybe for some of us here, uh, what would be the benefits, other benefits of having a mentor? And most importantly, how do you go about identifying someone who would be an ideal mentor maybe for you personally? Yeah, I, I think I find that question quite often. I, for for me personally, and I'll share from my own experience, mm. I have mentors even today. Mm. Um, and I don't have one mentor. I have a couple of mentors. Because, because I, what I do is I decide where do I want to go, me as a person, where, and who is already there. And I ask that person, can you please mentor me because I have aspirations to be where you are. And then also there are mentors. In, in, personally, I could be having a challenge with um, dealing with conflict. You know, there are people. I, I, there are people who maybe struggle to deal with conflict. Yeah. Or maybe you know that one of your challenges is being decisive. You know, you want to accommodate everybody and never make a decision. And you see somebody who maybe uh, same level as you, but they are very good at it. Yeah. You humble yourself, you ask them, listen, I see you do this very well and I struggle in this area. Can you be my my coach on this area? Mm. And also there's a concept of um, reverse mentorship, which is very powerful. You take people who are junior than you and you ask them to mentor you. Mm. So the way it shows up, if you are in a meeting and this person is there, you handle and you ask them after. You know, how did I handle myself? What can I do differently? And that person becomes your mentor, and then you continue to grow uh, as a leader. So these people become your sounding board. So when you have a challenge on a particular area, you know who to call. Yeah. You know, even a mentorship as a parent, and I said I'm a mother, I, I can have challenges, and I have a friend who's good at it on something. I will call them. Can you please just coach me? I'm having a challenge in this area. And they will do that. Yeah. So it's very important. It's called a board of directors that you have yourself as a person. It's a very powerful uh, concept. And you have to be the one that leads the conversation. What I see with young people, they make a mistake. Because, let's say, I'm mentoring somebody who's young. They're scared to say, you know, maybe she's going to feel like I'm all over, her, yeah. you know, all over the place. Don't be scared. Organize the time, show up, be prepared for that meeting because the person created the time for you. You know, don't come there. Your papers are not organized. You forgot what is happening. That is not professional. So professionalism is is very important. So a a very long answer to a short question. Decide where you want to go. Understand where your opportunities and gifts are. Select people who are stronger than you in those areas mm. to be your mentors. Yeah. Now, Philippine, <clears throat> uh, you know, lately, and, and, and I think with a lot of young people as well, um, we've seen a movement towards entrepreneurship. Um, so much so that, you know, in some instances, you know, young people um, become slightly ashamed um, to be able to go the, the corporate route. Um, I mean, what words of encouragement would you like to share um, with a lot of uh, professionals uh, in, in Bumalanga maybe who have decided that, look, I feel that the, 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 the corporate route is the best route for myself. And, and, and I think a, a second part to that question then would be, 
Um, for those that have cho- chosen entrepreneurship, um, would you then advise that maybe a career in, in corporate um, does ultimately assist in their entrepreneurial journey should they decide then to jump um, to become entrepreneurs as well in the future? Uh, look, I think let, let me start uh, just talking about the, the, the first one. The one who was an entrepreneur who was thinking about going back to corporate, maybe they feel uh, a little bit shame to say my business didn't work, therefore I'm going back. I say don't, in life, the best gift you can give yourself is not to put too much weight on what people are saying. Mm. People are going to say something whilst they're having breakfast, they forget about lunch. And you overplay what people are thinking about you. People are having their own challenges and let them continue with that. So the single-minded focus about what you want to do is important that you drive that agenda. Uh, I don't know if you know this, that 80% of people have ideas. So I want to go back to corporate. Mm. None of them put a plan to it. Of the 80%, 19% will think about it, will put a plan, write it down. And only 1% will go all the way to execute that. And those ones are not, are not carrying what Philippine thinks, what Wanderley thinks. They have a mission and the ultimate purpose drives their action. So I think that if you're a purpose-driven person, people affect you a little bit and then you get over it very quickly. Mm. So that would be my advice uh, on those ones. And please do go back. If that makes sense for you, do that. People will forget in, 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 in a week's time, they'll be on to something else. I think for people who want to do business, I think one of the gaps we have in our education system, we have not included entrepreneurship as a career. Mm. It's almost like, okay, if I ca- this cannot work, I do that. Yeah. What I see in countries like Israel, uh, I've been to countries like France. They even have a very big institute for entrepreneurship. It's wow. a, it's a, it's a career option. And I think this one is a missing opportunity in our education system. That's true. I do think that if you think about Capitec, the, the, if you can read about Capitec, the founders of Capitec used to work for SAB. Mm. Yeah. If you think about pick and pay, used to work for ShopRite. Mm. So if you can read, there's something you learn in corporate that you can so use true. in business, but you don't have to be in corporate to learn in business. I think the biggest uh, thing is not because only they worked in, in corporate, it's because they took time to read, read a lot about business. I think we start businesses and then it's almost like a fallout position yes. rather than this is the way I'm going to go mm. and I'm going to invest in it. And I go back again to the issue that if you invest 10,000 hours on something, you will be very, very good at it. Excellent. And there's no shortcut to that, mm. you know. And Philippine, as So I would say mm-hmm. go for it, whatever you want. Put it down. Write it down. Put your ambition. Be purpose-driven. Really, really go hard for it. There will be hard times. There will be hard days. But when you have a purpose, it will propel you forward. Mm-hmm. Now, before we wrap up our conversation, we actually have a listener comment, uh, someone who's been listening to our conversation, who actually hails from Kapogweni herself. So I thought you would like to hear this. Uh, good evening, uh, Zingisa. 
Wandile, Mama, thank you so much for the words that you've shared uh, this evening. Being a young woman, Jawasangotini, Lotanzagakulte, Tema Business, and I've been trying Yuangvuga since 2016. Nanyalo, Neltembagutik, I think it's very encouraging to hear you speak. Gakulungoba, Sieva. Work smart, work smart. I think it's the first time I've ever heard Munvo Akuluma about the working hard part and putting an emphasis on it and explaining why it's necessary. And uh, thank you so much. May you be blessed. And Ukubege. Uh, the whole thing uh, it is possible for a female to be as successful as you are in this day and age thank you so much Filipina uh, is still there yes I'm still here I could not hear the last part of it but yeah. I got, got the gist of it yeah yeah I think basically, um, you know, words of encouragement there. I think she liked the fact that you spoke about the issue of working smart. And she says it's the first time that she's obviously heard somebody speaking about around the concept of working um, smart, um, sorry, working hard, as opposed to just working smart, because a lot of people emphasize on the working smart issue. And and secondly, you know, she comes from Gapogweni and uh, and obviously terribly proud um, where um, where you come from as well. And uh, she wants, she's wishing you all the best. She wants you to leave the vice position <laughs> and become in charge of uh, of the entire operation as well. Um, so yeah, very, a very great comment coming through there um, uh, from one of the listeners there. Um, um, I don't know if you want to comment with regards to that, especially in fact that you could inspire, especially a young woman that could come through and then um, obviously um, you know uh, express her sentiments. Yeah, thank you so much. I, I just want to say. To her, thank you uh, for very kind words. I'm, I'm really humbled by, by that. Uh, I'm, you know, my my mom is still there. My family is still in Godine, Pumalanga. So uh, I am very proud of of our humble beginnings. Um, and uh, I, I, you know, I I think she summarizes well. You will find the ways to work hard if you if work smart. If you work hard, mm-hmm. there is no. The thing of shortcut is really, really, I think we will be such a prosperous nation if we all are able to have this, this, uh, this, this mindset and we, we get the access and the opportunities to really excel. I think on the advice is quite interesting. I actually <laughs> look after the whole operation. My boss is actually, uh, looks after the whole continent. So, oh. Uh, there's no president for South Africa, so this is this is it. Yeah, um, you know. Thank you. Yeah, Mrs. Mtigi I think it's been a beautiful conversation and 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 i'd like to think that um tonight's conversation would have inspired a lot of young people and not only young women but obviously young men to say that you know it is possible um to have role models to have people like yourself who make it um you know besides the odds i mean for a very long time we'd appreciate that in the province we didn't even have a university um and to see um people coming out and becoming extremely successful after this is is actually heartwarming as well and i just want to take the opportunity even myself i'm sitting here I'm, I'm inspired by some of the words that you put through i'm a bit darker um you know but if i if i had to blush i'd probably turn purple if i was a bit lighter like ziggy so i'd probably 
turn red. <laughs> but yeah, I think a, a great conversation, ma'am. Um, a great conversation. And, and, and thank you so much for joining us this evening. And please enjoy the rest of the evening. Thank you, Wendele. Thank you, Zingisa. Thank you so much. Bye. And that was Coca-Cola's Vice President for the South African franchise, Philip Pinem Digi Digi, uh, sharing some words of wisdom for young professionals making their way in the corporate world 